Welcome to the Short Awkward Pause podcast, the mini-sode version of your favorite podcast, Long Awkward Pause. We are two friends separated by many, many miles, and today we're here to tell you some stories. I am your co-host, Maddie. I'm your co-host, Corby. And what's that sound? Choo-choo! Get on the spooky train! (laughs) (laughs) The spooky train! Yes, the spooky train always leaves about a minute before it's scheduled to leave, so Um, if you're running... mm -hmm. You know, if you're late, it's going to be gone by the time it's you get there. Very, it's part of what makes it the spooky train. Very spooky. I think what also makes it super spooky is it leaves the platform and then just stops just in the tunnel. Um, <laughs> and, you know, not not far enough out so that you could get onto the back door. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it just stops there for several minutes. Yeah. And, and there's no explanation. You know, no one mm-hmm. says anything over the intercom. That's part of what makes it the spooky train. Mm-hmm. You ask- also, there are, are many, many people manspreading on the spooky train. Yes. They're just taking up two, three seats at a time. So many seats gone. So many seats. So even if you got there on time, you probably wouldn't even be able to sit down. Anyway, so but we're aboard the spooky train today <laughs> because we're going to tell you some spooky stories <laughs> yes. in honor of Halloween. So, um... We've asked for stories, and we've gotten um, a few short ones from some fellow podcasters. Yeah, Um, so this is kind of a cool way to tell scary stories and also highlight some podcasts from people kind of in our little podcast network. Yeah, so we want to spread the love um, because every time we mention someone, we get $5. Just kidding. (laughs) I wish. Oh, please pay us. (laughs) so we're yeah, it's for the so, love of the podcast game. So we're gonna we're gonna get into some stories, but I do have a spooky story myself. Um, but I mean, it's kind of spooky, just kind of funny or whatever. So I I've started pod podcasting. <laughs> started. What have we been doing for the last year, Corby? <laughs> I've started post mating for um, some spare change. Uh, so Postmates, if you don't know, is like a delivery service. So I'm the person that's driving to go to the store and pick up that salsa that you could not walk to the store to get. That is me. <laughs> that's me. That's I'm your guy. So I've started doing this. It's been ups and downs, whatever. So yesterday I got this order. It took me a while to get to because the directions are always messed up. If you're if you're a fleet driver, you know what I'm talking about. Directions are always sending you to some either like back alley or just not the right place. Oh gosh. Um, so I had went to Ralph's, which was my first grocery store delivery. I've always done like I didn't Taco even know Bell. Postmates did grocery yeah, stores. Yeah, like you can I thought go it get was just vodka from like the liquor so store. So I could have. Oh, yeah, you can do. This opens up so many possibilities. <laughs> it's like yeah, I don't know what what it limits to, but yeah, you can go. You can go to the store. You can go to a liquor store. You can go to a restaurant, whatever. So. I've always been used to going to the restaurants, um, and that's just been kind of the thing. And then this is my first uh, grocery store, so I was very nervous about doing this. Um, so the person had me pick up stuff for a parent party that I could just tell. So one of them was uh, a bag of chips and salsa, which is why I said salsa mm-hmm. earlier. Nice. And so, and then a bunch of other things that I'll get to later. So I arrived to the house finally. And I get out of my car, and as I'm driving up, I was like, is it this ginormous haunted house in front of me? And Mm -hmm. it was. Um, So I parked... Wait, why? How? Like, what did it look like on the outside? So I can show you pictures, but... So you... When you come in through their front gate, so they had a garage up front, and then you had the little front gate, and then the second you walk in the gate, it's just stairs going straight up. 
And so it was at least three flights of stairs, essentially, uh, like rocky dirt, you know, dirt, but rock stairs, whatever, cobblestone. Oh, gosh. So you went all the way up to the top, and then they had, like, their living room area up there. And then there, it was like a, it was like a castle. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, these towers built Okay, you know what this, this reminds hill. me of, like, though? So this cool. is, like, those plot points in vampire movies or whatever. Where they're like, we're going to order pizza, quote, unquote. And then, like, they eat the delivery, <laughs> yes. man. They're like, come on up to the house with our chips and salsa that we're definitely going to eat. You were a, a yeah. vampire sacrifice. It, it definitely crossed my mind because I had texted <laughs> them. When I was lost, I had texted them and I was like, hey, I'm nearby, but just trying to find the directions to get to the street. And then when I got there, I called because I was like, is this really it? Like, this is the house, like this freaking castle thing. And so I called and she never answered. Oh, and no. so I was like, oh, my like, gosh. So I just I took die. the salsa and the ch- <laughs> I know. So I took the salsa and the chips and I went all the way up these three flights of stairs. was like out of breath when I got to the top. Knocked on the door, no one around. Oh, no. And then a pit trap opened below you. <laughs> yeah. You were taken away to cage with the other flights. survivors. <laughs> um, yeah, so eventually someone came and she was like, okay, thanks. And like grabbed the bag or whatever. And I was like, is this where you want your ice? And she's like, yeah, just go ahead and bring it on up. So what I <gasps> neglected to tell you. But you have to go all the way back down to get all the ice yes. and all that crap? So oh. 50 pounds of ice. Whoa. I went and bought from the store for them, and I didn't have any weight of carrying them. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to do multiple trips up these stairs. Like, I am going to be so out of breath. Um, so yeah, yeah. You need, like, a dolly or something I like know. That. I need to put something in there. And so I had a, a, a towel in my back seat that I used for the beach. And so I, I put the towel out, and then I put all the bags in there, and I just, like huckleberry fin that thing up yeah three flights yeah of stairs i was so out of breath it was it was like i was like 50 pounds is not super heavy but then you have this awkward like towel ice right holder. and you're also walking up three flights of yeah, stairs it just like, wasn't geez. great i felt like rocky for just a moment yeah so, well i used to when we used to do like baking and stuff for the farmer's markets and mm-hmm. we used to bake bread we would have these giant 50 pound bags of flour and like those are no joke like you gotta be careful lifting <laughs> wow. those things that's awful um, <laughs> yeah so so yeah so i i had went up and then right when i got up to, near the top the guy came down um and he was just like oh i'm so sorry i was coming down to grab some blah 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 um and You're so like, sure well the whole time that makes sense <laughs> well the whole time i was going up too, i was just like this is not a normal request for strangers like you don't request that some stranger delivering you salsa and chips is also going to bring you 50 pounds of ice up your three stories <laughs> like this doesn't right, make any right. sense um, but anyways, he was like, oh, thanks. You went above and beyond. That was really nice. Da, 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 da. And oh, then, they, like, give you a tip? Uh, well, yeah, he was like, we'll, we'll get you on the app. And I didn't really hear it. I was like, what? And he's like, I'll get you on the app. And I'm, and I'm like, honestly, I'm like, it's not, I don't, you know, whatever. Like, I'm just yeah. delivered this to you. So then the, the tip came through today. $2. I was like, oh, <laughs> what? So that's not nice. So I don't know if the per- the other person paid, or maybe they just had a really bad party, and or something. Like, Jeez. but I was like two dollars for that. Two dollars like, for okay. all that work. Yeah. So done with them. Done with them. So that's my done with them. My, yeah. Jeez. My story of the week. That's it's sad. That's spooky. spooky. Yeah. 
I'm thinking this is not really a spooky story, but it's somewhat spooky. Go for it. It's a little bit spooky. This is an old story. This is from the summer. So in the summer, over the summer, I went on a couple of dates from Bumble. Mm-hmm. And as you remember, one of them was just bad on a lot of levels. Yeah. Um, uh, at the Mall of America, and this guy showed up in gym shorts and a white tank top and, like, complained about ex-girlfriends and his boss the whole time type of thing. So, but the spooky part was, and I didn't feel, like, unsafe or anything, but the spooky part was when we left, I was like, you know what? We're probably going to be walking toward the uh, the parking garage in the same kind of direction. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't want to, like, have more contact with this person, so I'm just going to hang out a little bit at the mall. I'm going to go... I don't know, look at different things and just bide my time Mm -hmm. until, you know, so that I can go, uh, so that I can go get to, get to my car in peace and stuff like that. Right. So I think I spent like a good 20 minutes just like walking around. I was like, okay, this should be safe. Right. So I walked down to my car. I get in my car. I look to the right and the person I was on a date with is literally sitting in a car next to mine. (laughs) Like that was his car. And he like looks at me and I like, just sped away. <laughs> but I was like, what are the chances? Not only did my timing thing completely not work, but it was the car next to mine. It was the and car the next to mine. the Mall of America, which is the At biggest the garage America. to ever Oh exist. my gosh. It was the worst. So that was a little spooky. That was um, But it, was, it felt more like cruel irony at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's good. But enough about our spooky stories. This is Short Awkward Pause, therefore we're going to read other people's stories. Yeah. That's actually not what Short Awkward Pause is about, but that's what it is now. Um, okay, so we have two two, two little uh, stories from um, our fellow podcaster, Devin Troob. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. Troob, Troob, Troob. Um, I think he even told us, uh, no, it's Trooby. Trooby. Oh, did he say that? He says, oh, if you mention me by name, it's pronounced Devin Truby. Well, then we're going to cut your Sorry, name out, Devin. Just kidding. <laughs> Devin Truby. Um, so his first one says, so I have a, oh, I'm reading, so I have a couple. When I was little, like five-ish, my paternal grandmother died after a short fight with lung cancer. I don't remember being particularly close with her, but I do remember being extremely upset by her death. Some weeks after her funeral, I was in a bath with the door open that faced the hallway. For the briefest second, I saw a woman who looked just like my grandmother walk down the hall in the direction of my bedroom. It was one of the weirdest, most vivid memories I had from childhood. Spooky. Ooh. See, the thing with that, yeah, the spooky thing with that, too, is that when you have childhood mm-hmm. memories, you're not going to have a right. ton, right? Like, only certain things really stick out and, like, are burned into your memory. And to have it be... Okay, I think I maybe saw my dead grandma walking down the hall. Like, that's some next-level spookiness. So, do you know much about how memories work? Isn't it that, like, when you have a heightened sense, or, like, if your cortisol's going or something, that's when you remember? Like, yeah. So, it's either, like, ha- extreme yeah. happy this, moments the theory and is, sad moments. Or... Right. Okay, so the theory is that, that, or one of the theories, and I think it might actually be in the process of being mm-hmm. somewhat debunked, is what's called flashbulb okay. memories. So this is like what we think about with like traumatic memories, right? So when your emotions are really high or you're in a state of like danger or your state of like, yeah, your cortisol levels are really high and something happens, it kind of gets imprinted on you in this really oh, dramatic okay. way. So it's like the flashbulb of this time. Um, and it's kind of, 
I don't know if it's it 100% holds anymore. I think some people are doing research that it's slightly mm-hmm. different than that. Because the other thing, the other really weird thing we know about memories is that when we remember something, we're not actually remembering the event. We're remembering our memory of the event. So every time that you recall, you're kind of remembering how you previously remembered yeah. it. You're kind of like, you're rereading the transcript that you write every single time oh. that you remember that thing. So that's how okay. our memories can kind of get skewed a little bit yeah. or... or um, we can remember something very, very differently than somebody mm-hmm. else does. So I don't know. It's super interesting to think about really vivid memories that you're sort of going back and re-remembering this really traumatic thing over and over. No, that's which is also kind of interesting because when we think about trauma, sometimes what people with really traumatic memories do is you can go in and kind of rewrite mm-hmm. it and say, I'm going to make this ending different or I'm going to put myself in a different position. I'm going to make myself powerful. Yeah. And that really works yeah. because then your memory gets rewritten in the way that you want Whoa. it to. Whoa. Whoa. That's spooky fascinating. <laughs> yes. It's very spooky That's really fascinating. Cool. Well, I was just going to say in college we had a, um, my cognitive professor used to, we had like, he would give us a story and then every day that we would come in, we would have to rewrite that story based on our memory. And so it was kind of funny to see like five days yeah. in what we remembered and how like day three, we're remembering details we didn't day one. And then day four, we remember those details, but they're incorrect from how we remembered the yes. first time. And yeah. Yep. Cause you're not accessing the same image. You're kind of accessing your, your re-imaging yeah. of the same yeah. thing. It's like, you're taking a picture it's like if you take a, a screenshot of something and then you take a picture of your phone mm-hmm. screen or whatever, and then you kind of do it backwards and backwards and backwards. That's kind of what yeah. you're doing. It's very interesting. That's really cool. I don't know how this relates to the story, though. Oh, yes. <laughs> this very vivid memory. So maybe it was a flashbulb moment for you, Devin, yeah. or maybe it was, you know, your memory has been rewritten in a very, very interesting and specific way. Yeah. It's also spooky as heck. I'm going to be honest with you. It is very spooky as well. <laughs> uh, so... Devin's second story is, I grew up in rural Nevada next to a town called Virginia City. Not me. This was Devin. (laughs) (laughs) For those who were very confused. It's supposedly one of the most haunted places in the country due to its history and age. Virginia City. Ugh. Spooky. Don't live there. Why are you living there? Anyway, my mother grew up... It's almost as spooky as Gary, Indiana. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned for our Listen to our Halloween Halloween episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, my mother grew up in the area as well, and she always told us a story about wandering around the town at night with her brother and his friends when they were teenagers. She said that they were in the main part of the town where a place called the Fourth Ward School is, and they saw an, a, they saw a woman in the window looking at them. Ooh, okay. okay. Very spooky, but also Fourth no. Ward? That sounds like a prison. It's a school? That does. <laughs> Oh, 100%. I'm always afraid of that, though, when I'm, like, walking somewhere in the evening and I'm going to, like, look up and see someone's face in a window Mm -hmm. somewhere. Oh, I'm so scared Uh, of that happening. And you probably have done that, too. Like, like, you've probably been in a window and someone's looked up and been like... (gasps) Accidentally done that to someone? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I will say... Caffrey, the dog that I live with now, has done that to me before because he likes to perch on my roommate's bed and like look out the window at people. So sometimes I'll come home at the end of the night and I see this little like silhouette of these two little ears. And I'm like, I think that's Caffrey. It's Batman. <laughs> it's Batman. Um, he is gonna dress up as Batman for Halloween. Be so cute. I love dogs and cats. My cat. <laughs> okay, back, back to, to Devin's Devin. story. Uh, so the we- so he saw they saw a woman in. The- in the window, the weird part is that the building was condemned and there shouldn't have been anyone in there. So either no, someone was spooky as heck or it's a ghost. I don't I like that. 
She okay. also said that after they saw the lady, she disappeared, and then a dog they couldn't see started barking really loudly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't like this combo. <laughs> I know. I'm like, no, no, thank you. I'd like to return this. All right, just one thing, please. Um, yep. That's plenty. So he said, strange story, I know, but the story was really consistent growing up. So, okay. So that, wow. so those are Devin's two stories. Those are Devin Truby's Truby, stories. Devin wow. Truby. Well, that's spooky, spooky. Sounds like there's like this connection in your family with, with the occult. So watch out for that, <laughs> oh, Devin. It's coming for you next. Your grandma and your mom and now you. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Um, um, so I'll, but, well, sorry, I go I was going to say, um. I'll just shout out Devin Truby's podcast here. So if you have a chance, please check them out. Uh, so it's the first one. Yes, and we will also link these in the in the information yeah, for this episode. Definitely. So the first one is the Streamer's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, where he and his lovely wife Lauren review shows on streaming services like Netflix. I might actually oh, need that. Cool. <laughs> I was like, I might actually check it out. I know. Uh, this next this next one seems more up my alley, yeah. which is called Rocks Fall. Um, which is he reviews tabletop RPGs and interviews creators in the field, which is, sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And Rocks Fall is kind of a fun name, too, because that's a, a reference uh. to um, saying Rocks Fall, you all die. Like oh. when a DM or GM kind of like gives up or something needs to get reset, um, sort of Rocks uh, Fall, you all die. I want I know, I know you do. But in the meantime, listen to Devin <laughs> Truby's podcast, Rocks Fall. <laughs> um, and then his third, because he has a lot of time on his hands. His, <laughs> I'm very impressed. Has, uh, his third podcast is called Fabled. Uh, and he says that he watched, growing up, he watched Unsolved Mysteries and wanted to make a show like it, highlighting small mysteries that a lot of other people had never covered on before. Uh, so he talks mysteries, legends, and little known lore. Wow. And Devin, we have an idea for your fourth podcast, which is Devin Truby's Guide to Time Management. And we need it very, very badly. So if you have any decency, you will make it for us. (laughs) Thank you, Devin. Thank you, Devin. Yeah. Okay, so we have more spooky stories. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. This comes from AJ Ganaros, another fellow podcaster. And this is their story. Um. And so this is him writing. My house is haunted. That's strong. You know, right off the bat, that's very strong. I think we asked for a spooky story and AJ delivered. Um, so my house is haunted. What? Nothing. Sorry. sorry. There are two ghosts haunting my house. Normally, the evidence is the run-of-the-mill ghost stuff that can be explained away using rational thought. Wait, what is the run-of-the-mill ghost stuff? You know, like a, you just gloss like a, over like that? a candlestick being thrown against the window. You know, like your house lighting on fire. It's like, you know, fire. I'm just being lightly haunted. <laughs> like, I've been pushed okay. five times. It's normal. Right? Well, if you say so, AJ, <laughs> run-of-the-mill haunting, whatever. Um, so, oh, but I have no rational explanation for this particular instance of ghost tomfoolery. <laughs> About a year ago... After I got home from work, I decided I needed a nap. So I went up to my room and locked the door so I wouldn't be bothered um, by anyone else in the house. I ended up falling asleep for roughly three hours before a large thud woke me up. It was dark in my room, so I couldn't see anything, mm-hmm. but I heard people downstairs. So <laughs> so I assumed that someone down there dropped something and I just laid back down on my bed. I went to adjust my legs, but then I kicked something. <gasps> 
that should not have been no. there. Oh, that's a no. really spooky way to write no, that no, sentence. No. AJ, what is wrong with you? I mean, it's wonderful, but oh my gosh. Okay. I went to turn on my lamp, and when the light came on, I realized what made the sound. Right next to my bed is a dresser, and that dresser was now leaning up against my bed frame. For no reason whatsoever, my dresser fell over and crashed into my bed. Needless to say, my nap was over, and later that night, I slept on the couch. Oh, spooky. <laughs> ghost was trying to kill you. You know why the ghost was trying to kill you? It's because you called their haunting run of the mill. <laughs> they were like, I'll show you run of the mill, bitch. I mean, I'm not, this again is the ghost calling you. That's not me, AJ. I would never call you a bitch. Um, but this is clearly a, a, a message that's being given to you. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, that's real spooky. I don't do moving furniture. Um, I don't do ghosts. I don't do naps. I don't do any of that story. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do naps. It's really well written, though. I like that. That was very well written. And if you think it's well written, too, you should check out AJ's podcast called Straight Off the Top of My Headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a podcast where he takes headlines of, from recent news and pretends that he does not know. Oh, I've done this four times when I've tried to read this. I'm sorry. AJ, you sound like you have a great podcast, but for some reason I can't read your summary. (laughs) Okay. He goes, a podcast where I take headlines from recent news and pretend like I know from that information what the first paragraph of the article is going to be. So you can find him on SoundCloud, probably many other platforms. It is called Straight Off the Top of My Headlines. Thank you, AJ. I was going to call him Devin. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, AJ. Thank you, Devin, for yours and AJ's stories. Wonderful. That's a beautiful way to it, Maddie. Thank you so much. It's just really. Um, I had one more <laughs> question to you. If you knew that someone had died uh, previously in your apartment or your home that you were looking into, so say you haven't decided whether or not you're going to move in, is that a deal breaker? If the landlord says Ooh. someone died before you? Okay. Yeah. So I'm of two minds here. Because part of me is like, you know, I'm, I consider myself mm-hmm. a pretty rational person. I would be like, okay, someone died here. It right. doesn't mean anything. It's okay. I'm a big girl. However, that's also like the first 10 minutes of every horror movie ever. So I don't want to yeah. play into that because yes. I know that I'm next. So honestly, yeah. it might be a deal breaker. If it was like some little old lady died in her sleep 50 yeah. years ago, I'd be like, maybe not. But if it was like a violent murder happened in this house in 2010, oof, oof, I'd be like, oof. no. Um, so the reason I asked was... Um, because I was going to look at this place where I'm moving to, and the person was like, just to let you know, and, like, to, like when they say that, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, that, you know, like, that automatically, I was like, oh, what's, just what's to the let worst you know? that can happen? Just to let you know, it's like, and their voice gets really high, <laughs> not a really big deal, but just to let you know, just to let you know, this is hot. Uh, so she was like, yeah, I just want to inform you that uh, the tenant before... Uh, died, uh, she said, of natural causes, and I think it was like an older, um, an older male, gentleman. Um, but yeah, I think it was a deal breaker. She like of natural causes. Naturally, naturally, someone murdered him. You know, it's a natural thing to hunt. <laughs> he was a crime lord, so naturally he was killed in his bed by arrival. <laughs> Very natural causes. Um, exactly. So, so yeah, I think it's a deal breaker. But also the apartment was kind of like below sea level um what was like partially underground and so the windows were kind of up and smaller than what i would want 
And so it kind of looked like a basement. You're and I was die. like, no, oh. I can't live in a basement oh. where someone died. Like that would that would freak me out. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a bit much. That's that's a couple of mm-hmm. layers of undesirability. Okay. Well, the moral of the story is think twice before moving into a murder house. <laughs> um All right. I'm trying to think um Okay. No, I think that's for our mini-sode. Thank you all so much for joining us in Short Awkward Pause, the mini-sode. Please go check out the uh, podcasts of our, our good, good friends, mm-hmm. AJ and Devin. Um, again, we will link them all below, but just in case, we have The Streamer's Guide to the Galaxy, Rocks Fall, and Fables, all by Devin Truby. And then we have Straight Out the Top of My Headlines by AJ Ganaros. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been Short Awkward Pause. Uh, have a wonderful Halloween, and we will see you next time. Co-host I've been your Corby, co-host, Maddie. And good night, spookies. Good night, spookies. All <laughs> off the spooky train. <laughs> <Choo-choo>. <laughs>